Hey performer, welcome to the Creatively Performing Arts Podcast. Are you ready to get back to your creative passion for singing, acting, and dancing again? Hi, I'm Estelle, beginner voice coach, performer, and Christian creative, and I know how it feels to want to use your God-given gifts, but to stay stuck in fear. The solution is to just get started. So in this podcast, you'll find beginner singing and performing tips, inspiring interviews with artists, and help to push past your fear so you can finally start performing again. So pause your Broadway playlist and take a vocal rest, because the show is starting and you're the star of it. Let's begin. Hey, performers. Happy Monday. How is it going? Today's episode is going to truly bless and inspire you. I have on the show Mofa of Mofa Tolu Music, and he is going to share a story with you. I love sharing these stories of creatives and artists and performers, especially performing artists have their own unique journey as everyone does to becoming who they are in the now and of course the journey continues and there's still so much more so much further that they have to go but it's so cool to hear their story so far and I really encourage you that if you are a creative if you are someone who's looking to start singing you're looking to start writing songs produce music acting doing theater more you know whatever it is listen to these stories and take notes and and take note of of where they started and and their tips and their the things that they have to say and to share because that's it's going to inspire you it's going to encourage you along your journey as well as like give you helpful takeaways that you can apply to your to your own journey so that you can get started and you can live more creatively and by using your creative gifts in the performing arts and that's what I want to do that's what we're here for and so I really hope you enjoy this story it's what it is it's 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 an artist another artist sharing their story I hope it encourages you that's what I want to do as well as to give you really helpful tangible tips so let me know if that's what you're getting out of this show if that's what you're seeing leave a review I would love to hear some feedback from you Also, Mofatolu talks a lot about community and collaboration. And so you can join our Facebook group, the Performing Arts Community on Facebook, and get some of that community and collaboration. And you can also share in there what you think of the show. You know, you can share ideas of who you would like to hear on the show. If you have any ideas of people that you think I could interview, you know, come to the Facebook community, come share your thoughts, collaborate. I would love to have you. It's called the Performing Arts Community on Facebook, and the link is in the show notes as always. So before we get into this episode, happy Black History Month. I am grateful to be able to celebrate that in this country as a daughter of Nigerian immigrants, a black woman who grew up around uh, in predominantly white spaces, to be able to say, you know, happy Black History Month, to be able to know who I am and, and, um, really love who I am as a black woman feels very good and I'm grateful for black leaders who have come before me who have raised their voices for justice for equality and equity and I know we have a lot further to go and we're still continuing to uh, seek out and establish justice in this country and in this world and pray to God we continue to do that so happy black history month and let's continue to be allies if you are not a not a black person um (laughs) be an ally be an anti-racist and if you are congratulations to us let's celebrate that 
this this month and always of course so without further ado let's get into an incredible black artist actually mofa and um hear his story and celebrate that i'm so excited for you to hear this okay so without further ado let's get into the interview all right all right i'm so excited to be able to chat with you mofa tolu how are you doing today i am great I'm highly favored. I'm really appreciative of this opportunity. Thank you so much. Yay. You are highly favored. And I'm appreciative of you saying yes, because um, I think you're like the second or no, you're the first worship leader, I guess, that I've had on the show, except for Ifa. Ifa wins um, because, but, you know, her mute, she has like some worship and gospel, but also like Afro. Mm-hmm. Um, like R&B, Afro soul. Mm-hmm. So you're like the first official worship leader to be on the show. So that's awesome. Honestly, um, thank you. <laughs> like to be, if I'm the first, I, I take it. Like even if yeah. I'm the second, like I feel like to be able to the follow first male, after for like sure. Star Girl, like if that wins is like Star Girl. So like, I, know. Feel, like, I don't know, like now I feel like I feel a lot of pressure now, but I'll, I'll try no. my best. You gotta try to breathe, breathe. Okay, breathe. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Ifa is a pop is popular in this product. I feel like I mentioned her all the time. I'm literally wearing her merch. Yeah, right like, that's that's really cool merch. Like, merch I, I love yeah. it. I love it. Anyway, if you don't know what I'm talking about, guys, I'll put it in the show notes. But <laughs> so you can go back and listen to that episode, that interview. But this interview is gonna be great. So Mofa, you're a worship singer, songwriter, and um producer too because you produce your own music as well as other people's music so I'm really excited to get into your story and to talk with you like I was saying before like the show is really about helping people get started and so hearing other people's journeys of like where they are now versus where they were when they began is really inspiring and so I would want to I would love to hear your story of like how did you start writing songs and then producing songs and then like now you have an album on voice Mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about that everyone should go and listen to Mm -hmm. but where did it all begin because everything has a start right and um yeah share with everyone where it all began like how did you get into the arts yeah definitely definitely um I know I kind of have been doing this since I was very little so my my family, a lot of them are either singers or musicians or playing one instrument or another. So it kind of was a part of us growing up. Um, a lot of times going um, to church, you know, a lot of kids would be in church and you have a sister that sings or a brother that sings or a sister that plays this instrument or a brother that plays that instrument or an uncle and aunt. And, and so you have people like that, that that are surrounding you. And that's pretty much high level for me, the same story. Like while I was still in elementary school, I had a lot of my family in the choir and my mom got me a keyboard so i had the interest i I played in the orchestra in like elementary school a lot of people i played the recorder um and just different things like that and so just one thing led to another and my mom saw i really had the interest and she really pushed me and going into like junior high i uh started playing more of the piano i played more of the instrument i mean this was back in nigeria now and i played a lot of instruments i just played it and enjoyed it and we'll go to choir rehearsal on, on the weekends and just play and practice and it just became my thing so it was just one of those things the church was really a big environment for my growth and for my um progress it really helped me a lot and being around other people who who either had played much longer or you know were more skilled and i could kind of learn from them and, and just grow on my own that's really the foundation of everything music for me 
Yeah, that's really cool. And I love how it's like all the people around you, like the community aspect mm -hmm. of it. I talk about this a lot because a lot of people, you know, it's like that's a common thread with people who are in the arts or who start writing music or start, you know, acting in theater. It's like, oh, well, like, you know, my like these people inspired me or this person was mm -hmm. doing it. So then I this drew me to it. You know, like for me, my older sister was always like the singer, like she was always singing. So mm -hmm. of course, you know, and we were so close in age. So it's like, I have to do it too. Yep. And so that's, and she's the one who first did theater, I'm sure before I did too. And so now, and now I like do theater and I sing too. So it's, it's that community aspect is really important. Um, and like I noticing understand. the people around us who we, who inspire us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That can like give a clue as to like, oh, maybe I could do this if this is someone that inspires me in my community like maybe i could try it you know so that's really 100 percent. Cool. yeah that's that's yeah. definitely true yeah i love that so you were doing all of that you know, elementary school middle school so when did you come to america when were from nigeria uh i came to america from nigeria in 2011 so about 11 a little over 11 years ago now okay okay so um when you came were you were you like fully writing songs at that point or was it like that's a great know, question. How did that? Um, how did that? How did the songwriting come to be? And like to... <laughs> after after high school, like during college, mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. that like when you were like, oh, I'm gonna be serious about this. Like I'm not just messing around with instruments. Like I really want yeah. to do something with this. Um, I don't remember if I ever wrote any any songs while I was in high school. I think I probably wrote rap verses, which is funny. Like <laughs> it's funny to, to now that I think of it, I think I wrote rap verses when I was back in high school, but I don't think I ever wrote any songs um, or anything like that. But I always, I did produce beats back then. Were they any good? That's a conversation for another day, but, <laughs> but I did produce beats back then. And I always had ideas. I played the, the piano and I played the piano back in high school. Um, I used to play at the school assembly. Um, so it was, it was kind of like a nice thing that, that I could do. And I played on Sunday um, when I was in the boarding school at, at like the church um, Sunday service and stuff like that. So it was, it was nice to be able to do that, definitely. But I don't remember ever writing any song back in high school. I only remember writing rap. But then when I came to the U.S. for college in 2011, and I went through college, I started, that's when I remember I started writing more songs. I feel like I was in a whole different environment, experiencing life on my own, away from a lot of family. And I, I could start writing songs about what I was experiencing, what I was going through. Um, and, and so I started writing songs like um, Expressions, for example, um, things like that. Some of these songs I wrote like eight years ago, um, a really long while ago, just because I could feel those things then, I could relate to it back then. And so that's really when I started writing. I remember in 2013, I, I can still remember two songs that I've not released right now that I wrote in 2013. <laughs> okay, so we need like the unreleased, <laughs> unreleased <BTS>. version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, trust me, so like, cool, you yeah. guys are going to laugh if you hear the unreleased versions. Like, it's, it's cringeworthy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure it's good. I think it's interesting how it's like it's in the transition sometimes from like, you know, high school to college or moving from, from one place to another or like, mm -hmm. you know, meeting different people like that's where God can sometimes meet you and like bring out something in you that you didn't see before. Right. In that transition mm -hmm. period. So um, speaking of God, 
nice little transition there. Um, mm -hmm. So when did your faith like begin to play a role in your creativity, would you say, and like the songs that you're writing in? Because, um, and I, I mean, yeah, you can, you can dig into the, into that as much as you want, but because, you know, people, you can have, you know, you have your faith and then you, you write music or mm -hmm. you have your faith and then you do whatever your creative gifting is. But, you know, obviously because you put out an entire worship album, your faith is like very much a driving factor for how you create. And I just get the sense that like your relationship with God is like the impetus for for you realizing that you absolutely need to create and put music out there and um, use your creative giftings. And I, I love to talk about how, you know, God is the creator with a capital C, like he was the first one to create mm -hmm. the first five words of the Bible are in the beginning, God created, wait, in the beginning, God, yes, I had yep, to count it yep, out, yes, yep, yep, in the beginning, yep. God created, right? So, that that idea of like God being you know, knowing God is really going to impact you as a creative person, knowing that you have these giftings because it's going to make you feel like this more of a, a deeper purpose and this um, responsibility to do something with your giftings. So mm -hmm. when did that come into play for you, and how has that looked um, like you know writing music while growing in your faith? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Um, for me, growing up. I think a lot of people could probably relate to this. Ah, I was I was born into a Christian home. My parents are Christians, and you know my dad's a pastor, and, and my mom's this, and my uncle's this, and and you know you could say all those things like that that you want to say, but it never became really really personal for me until really towards the end of high school. It was towards the end of my high school, um, got a lot more personal, and then when I came to the U.S. for college, it became an environment that I always pers I personally believe. That, you know, the Bible says that where sin grew more and more, grace grew more and more. It became a thing that I, I got to understand more of God's grace when I was on my own. I got to understand more of the sacrifice of what Christ did for me. And till date, I'm still getting to know that more and more and learn more about it and growing my my understanding. Because I feel like it's, it's really, you know, um, it's really deep to understand. In the book of Ephesians chapter 3, Paul talks about the length, the width, the depth, the breath of God's love. It's it's multidimensional when we think about how much God loves us. And so for me, it was really towards the end of high school and into college that I began to understand more of my faith in Jesus Christ, how much he loves me and the fact that he died for me. And, and now I'm choosing to live for him in everything I do. And the big thing that, or the best way I portray that is to make sure that whatever it is that I am doing, whether it is me writing a worship song or, you know, even on my album, uh, I have I have a love song, for example, actually more than one. Um, I, I make sure that everything is stemming from my faith. You know, God is the orchestrator of love, for example. So making sure that even in a love song, I'm portraying love the way God sees love, not the way um, a lot of the times the world sees it as, you know, maybe abusive or, um, just purely only sensual, you know, things like that, but seeing it as a pure, genuine form of love, like God sees it and like he loves us, you know. So that way, trying to portray that in the sounds, in the music, and trying to communicate that, I think that's the biggest difference for me. Whatever it is I am doing, I want to make sure that people see it and people are like, oh yeah, there is a God factor in this for him. I love that. I love that part about like making sure everything is rooted in your faith because you know, 
God can speak even through the love song to Mm -hmm. someone who maybe hasn't experienced love in that real way or in that like godly way. So, you know, and that might be the way that someone can finally relate to God. So it's like, even, you know, and whatever you do, whatever you're creating, whether it's like specifically Christian or faith centered, or even it may, even if it may seem secular, but because it's rooted in your faith, Mm -hmm. you know, God can still work through that. So I think that's really inspiring for creatives to hear. Um, so thank you for sharing for people who are listening and who are like, okay, so you created this album, you, you know, you came to, you know, you, you found ways to incorporate, you know, to, to base the work that you do creatively in your faith. And, you know, I see that you started, um, when you were young and you had community and that's great, but like, how did you like practically do it? Like, how do I write a song? Like, what, where do I even begin? Because there, you know, I love to talk about starting on the show because it can feel so overwhelming when you mm-hmm. see someone who's like, oh my gosh, he has an o- a whole album or like, oh my gosh, this person has been in like done this thing and did that. But like, how do you just like pick up a pen and a paper and like write your first chorus mm-hmm. or whatever? Um, so if you could give like someone advice as to like songwriting and where to get started mm-hmm. for that, just like on a very practical basic yeah. level yeah so for songwriting there are many ways um i'll give you a few tips on what you can do for example when i want to write um i pretty much most times pick up my phone and i open my notes and i start writing and sometimes it's just throwing things at the wall see what sticks that's kind of what it is because a lot of times whenever i'm writing songs i'm not just writing just because i'm writing because there's a reason i'm either feeling it or something happened that I'm trying to talk about, or there's something that was revealed to me that I'm like trying to express through the worship or through the sound and so on. So sometimes I'd be in the middle of maybe like just praying and, and then I get a song and I'm like, oh, you know, this is nice. And and even if you feel like, you know, God is not giving me any songs in my prayer time or anything like that, you know, there are many more ways you could write songs. There is um, writing sessions, you know, meet, meet up with another create creative, um, I remember back in college, me and a few other folks in the choir back then just came together and said, wanted to write a song. And um, our choir leader back then was just like, hey, let's pick on this specific word. And we're like, you know what, let's see what we can write. And we all just kind of put our heads together and started like putting things together. I've been opportune to like meet with people and they're like, hey, I have this curse that's just stuck in my head. I don't have a verse or anything else. And we put something else together. So, you know, one way is to just you will know you want to write about this specific topic and you just keep throwing things to see what sticks and keep tweaking, keep refining it. Um, another way is to, you know, meet with people and say, okay, I, I have an idea, but I don't know how to put it together. Let's come and let's write. Like, just have a writing session. Even great musicians still have writing sessions. I still had to write like a few writing sessions earlier this year. Sometimes I'm writing and I'd even reach out to some of my friends, like my Christian friends. And I'm like, hey, I'm writing, but just theologically, what do you guys think about this? Does this, make, does this make sense? And they're like, yeah, you know, study this part of the Bible. And I'm like, thank you guys so much. Um, so I, I have writing sessions with other people. So some of my other songs, I didn't write them entirely alone. Um, it's, it's still like picking the minds of other great people. So those are some practical ways, you know, if you want to do it on your own, try to see what sticks and have, you know, people that you trust that you look up to review it for you. And and if not, you can have writing sessions with other people, multiple creative minds come together, you can create something really amazing. Yeah, that's beautiful. Nowhere in that did I hear anything about 
you have to create the perfect song. And if it's not perfect, then just forget it. You know, I feel like sometimes we feel that way. Like That's a fair we, point. I forgot to mention. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Well, I would be like, okay, handing over the mic. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I mean, we feel like if we if we can't be perfect the first time, then you know, what's the point? Or not even, maybe we wouldn't say perfect, but if I can't like get it right, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote right, whatever that means. Or if it's, if it feels like it's a struggle, you know, that I, what I heard you talking about, and what I heard you saying really was to just like start messy kind of, and just like, again, throw things at the wall, like try it out, see how a lot of trying it out, you know, and testing the waters, test mm-hmm. it, and then like go back to it. And then of course, like collaboration was a part of it, which I love that you mentioned that because, you know, that's a way to help you get to where you want to be a little bit faster is to work with other people, people who've done it before or people who haven't done it before and are beginners like you. Mm -hmm. And you can put your two beginner minds together and create something beautiful. So I love that. And I was actually going to say, when you talked about like, you know, trying to be perfect and trying to get it right, honestly, perfect. Uh, perfection is one of your biggest enemies. And another thing I'm going to tell you is this, right is relative. Right is always very relative because in, in my opinion, the right temperature or thermostat setting in the house should be 72 Fahrenheit. Well, no, it still thinks it's 73. Everybody thinks about it differently. Wow. Right is yeah. always relative. And so whenever you're creating, just understand that not everybody's going to welcome your art. Not everybody's going to love that picture. I'm pretty sure out there are people out there today that just do not like the Mona Lisa. They're just like, what is that? It's not all that. Like, yeah, you know, there's some people that, you know, look at some movies that people are like, this is the greatest movie ever. And there's that one person that's just going to dislike it on YouTube, (laughs) you know? So right is really relative. So do whatever, you know, speaks to you, do what works for you. At the end of the day, you may start by crawling and then you move on to walking, but just, just do, do what works for you. What works best. Don't, don't think of it as, yeah, this person thinks it's wrong, so I'm not going to do it. Right is relative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When it comes to creative work, you know, it's not, there's not like this, it's not like a, another discipline where it's like there's a standard of like you have to, you know, eight, two plus two equals four. Like mm-hmm. that's not how it is in the arts. And that's what makes it beautiful. You, yep. There is so much freedom and space to, you know, create whatever, you know, exactly. whatever is whatever is meant to be created by you. So I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So how would you say for you, cause you talked about, you know, perfection is the enemy is, is the greatest enemy is what you said. Right. So what are, have you faced like perfection? I, I love to think about like mindset, <laughs> especially when, when it, when it relates to faith, you mm-hmm. know, having a mindset that is rooted in your faith and led by the spirit, but just in general, like what are the challenges that you face? Because a lot of people, you know, in the arts and the creative space talk about, you know, imposter syndrome and of course, like perfection, the perfection trap and um, all of these different like buzzwords that we hear. Mm-hmm. But what have you struggled with? Is it fear? Is it like intimidation, doubt? It's like, especially when it came to, you can even speak specifically when it came to putting out unvoiced because we're going to talk about the album in a second. So like, did you feel like, mm, mm, if I don't know for sure <laughs> that it's going to like pop off, why even bother? Or mm-hmm. like, um, who's going to like, did you ever have thoughts of like, who's actually going to listen to, the, you know, things like that? Like, that's just really how 
we are as humans, we have mm-hmm. these doubts, we have these negative voices. So what are those things that you struggle with and how have you been able, I mean, obviously you pushed past it because you put the album out. Yeah. So yeah, how have you been able to kind of push past those thoughts? One that I would say I really struggled with and to an extent still, you know, battle is perfection. Perfection is one of the biggest enemies and I'm grateful for my friends that I have because a lot of times I really need someone to just smack me. I mean that, you know, figuratively. Well, sometimes they'd hit me if I'm really, you know, acting up, but but that, oh, that's no. a conversation for another day. But, you know, it's it's all good, good fun because sometimes they're like, they have to give me a good shake, move that snap out of it. Like you really have to snap out of it. This is good. And I, I remember sometimes I didn't do covers and I'm like, you know, I don't want to put that out. I don't like it. I just feel like it could be better. I could have done this and done that. And the truth about it is, there are people that would really love your content that would really eat it up and say that this is just what i needed i remember after i put out my first single one of my really good friends sent me a message and said um yo this is what i need like i just needed to hear this the message in this is just what i needed to hear and honestly if you ask me right now i could tell you like three things that are probably imperfect about about you know that song just off the top of my head and and people are out there saying that i just needed to hear this so thank you for releasing this and it makes you realize that perfection, if you're striving for, it has to be perfect and get it right and dot all the I's and cross all the T's, you then realize that you're depriving people of their blessing. You're, you're not even moving forward because you're, you're going to be stuck at that same point. And so I started realizing that it just gets to a point, you just have to be willing to let it go. You just have to be willing to let it go because there is beauty and imperfection too. And when I say beauty and imperfection, I'm saying in your view of imperfection, there is beauty there. Because at the end of the day, everybody is going to look at it from a different angle. Some people are going to look at it head on. Some people are going to look at it from the top to bottom, some from left to right. At the end of the day, perspective is really what's going to change for every single person. And so that perfection one, God is helping me. God is helping me because I've I've struggled sometimes I finish and, and I mean the last song we just released um there were some parts of it I was like oh should I record this again I was like you know what just let it go it is fine like my friends listened to it and like they were like yo this is great I remember when I sent it to Fat Wins because she featured on it and and she listened to it before we released it and she was like yo literally just goosebumps and I was like but I want to fix this on and she was like yo bro this is this is dope and and so when you begin to think about that, you know, people out there believe in what you're doing, but then you start doubting yourself. It's, it's not a good thing because you begin to think that you're not good enough. And the truth about it is every single person out there, we are all gifted and talented. So believe in yourself and don't, don't wait for perfection. And that's something that, as I'm saying right now to everybody listening, I'm speaking to myself too. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um, yes, I completely understand. But what you said is really powerful um because you kind of turned it outside of yourself to think about the people that are going to hear your music and going to be inspired by your music and you said you know you don't want you know keeping keeping that gift to yourself would be depriving people of their blessing and when you think about like what could be if you let go of that perfectionism and you um, just put it out there when you think about what could be and how people could be blessed and Mm -hmm. you know instead of thinking of what's the worst that could happen like the best that could happen exactly which would truly will happen which is that people will be inspired people will even if it's just one person will be encouraged and um it's not worth 
like you have to ask yourself is holding on to my perfection and my fear is it worth potentially or absolutely depriving people of the blessing that they could have if I let it go mm-hmm. so once you ask yourself and sit with that question and like genuinely take it in consideration I feel like what like exactly what you said you can decide to let it go like you just you chose I have to let it go mm-hmm. and of course it goes back to community you had people who were supporting you and stuff like that and that helped a lot so I love that that's great thank you yeah so unvoiced what was the what was the impetus behind you know why you wanted to put why why unvoiced and what do you hope that people listening what do you hope that people who listen which they definitely should um what do you hope that they get from it what do you hope that they experience while they're listening Mm -hmm. what are your hopes for this album Unvoiced, the, the main idea of why I chose the name Unvoiced is just because think about things that you've never said before, but now you're really trying your best to convey that through music. That's, that's really the whole idea behind Unvoiced. Like, I don't have a voice to actually say this to you guys in person, to your face, but these are the things that I feel, so I'm going to use music to express myself. That's, that's the high-level idea behind Unvoiced. Um, and then when I, when people listen to it, the biggest takeaway for me that I want them to have is, wow, he's going through these things. He feels this th- um, these things and I'm not alone. I want people to listen to it and understand that this is someone who, who's um, sometimes struggled with sadness just because he looks at things that happen around him, which is what the song like Expressions or I Wish talks about. And when they listen to a song like I Love You, I Remember, um, which the second one featured my wife, like I want them to listen to that and be like, oh, yeah, this is like a love song that's pure and genuine that, you know, I can I can relate with this. This is love. Um, when they listen to a song like Praise, Praise Him, for example, they could be like, yeah, this is kind of like youthful and, you know, there's some trap vibes to it. And, you know, I could I could be hip and still be a Christian, like I could still dance and, you know, and, and jump up and be energetic and. And, you know, different things like that. So it kind of expresses the, the way we all feel because sometimes we feel like, you know what, I'm just alone or, or a song like Tell Me What To Do to understand that we struggle with addictions or sins sometimes and, and it feels like, yeah, I'm the only person in the whole world that's ever struggled with this. But no, you're not. There are other people, a lot of people just don't always speak up. But I want you to know that you're not alone in whatever it is that you're feeling. Someone else can feel that too or has felt that too and and most importantly the bible tells us that we have a high priest jesus christ who has who you know has felt everything that we feel but the only difference was that through it all he didn't sin and so understanding that i want people to go back and say you know what i'm not alone in this feeling like i i have christ jesus that has gone felt all these things and i have other brethren who are christians that sometimes they go through these things and so we can actually encourage and support one another that's the main goal of what I want people to take away from the music. That's so beautiful and so powerful. I love how you described unvoiced and like expressing the things that are hard to say. That's, I love that. And thank you. that is, that's like the humanity behind art is that it makes you realize that you're not alone because, you know, art expresses, you know, like life and shows us humanity and shows ourselves, like mirrors ourselves to us so that we can 
realize that we're not alone, that other people are dealing with this too. Other mm-hmm. people are finding freedom too. Other people are expressing themselves too. And so thank you for putting that thank out. You. That's powerful. That's beautiful. And I hope everyone listening to this goes and listens to the album. We're going to yes. make sure we say all the links and we'll put it all in the show notes in a second. But just to wrap up, my last question that I ask everyone and my favorite question is for the person who's listening who wants to be a songwriter, wants to produce music, wants to be a musician or worship leader, or wants to be an actor or a dancer or wants to do something creative and they just, you know, are struggling to get started or they they want to really be inspired and really take action. Um, what would you, if you could offer them like one piece of advice, um, what would you say to the artist who's listening, the aspiring artist who's listening and who needs to really get started using their creative God-given gifts? Mm, I'd say consistency. That's what I'd say. The reason why I say that is because honestly, and, and I say this with every good intention, it's not always about how skilled you are. It's not always about how skilled you are. It is sometimes more about how consistent you are. Um, and an example in the Bible, you know, Bartimaeus, he says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Everybody disregards him. He keeps shouting. He was consistent until Jesus Christ turns around and says, okay, what do you want me to do for you? Sometimes you really just have to be consistent and keep pushing. It's kind of like the other parable that Jesus Christ told about, um, about uh, an, uh, someone who came to knock and asking for something for a neighbor. And the person keeps not like, if, if you come to my house right now and you keep pushing the doorbell, it's going to get to a point I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to answer you because you're really disturbing me, right? And so consistency for a creative, you have to be willing to not listen to the mockers because there are people that are going to probably tell you like, dude, what was that song? Like you were pitchy. Like, you know, like, I don't like the beat. Like, it's not that great. Like I've heard better. Like you have to be willing to tune those people out, you know, and not listen to them and, and keep being consistent on days where you don't feel like showing up. Those are days that you really have to pick yourself up and show up. So you have to be consistent. And if it means having people, not if it means, it means having people by your side that can help you when you're not able to be consistent there are days i don't really want to create and i'm like okay i don't feel up to it but my friends are like hey Mofet, we need to get this done by tomorrow and i'm like i really don't want to do it and they're like well you don't have a choice like you really really have to do it and that really helps me because these people are keeping me in check so make sure you're consistent put checks in places that would help you be consistent because when you do something consistently over a few months over a few years you know there is no way you're not going to get better. There is no way you're not going to reach people. You just have to be consistent. Yeah, that is perfect. Great advice. And something that we all need a reminder for, literally myself included, like we all need that reminder. So thank you. It's so true. Um, tell everyone where they can listen to your music, to your songs, to your album Unvoiced and anywhere that they can connect with you because everyone needs to get connected with you and follow along with your journey because i know god is just going to do greater and more beautiful things so amen thank you so much so anywhere you want to check me out or listen to me it's it's pretty much mofetolu everywhere so m-o-f-e-t-o-l-u 
Um, on Instagram, it's Mofetalu. On Twitter, it's Mofetalu. On Facebook, it's Mofetalu. On YouTube, it's Mofetalu. Like, I'm really making it easy for you all. So what's your excuse? Why are you not following me right now? Why, why are you not picking up your phone, going to Instagram and following Mofetalu, or going to YouTube and checking out a song, or going to listen to the latest drop featuring Ifelwins and my bro? Like, why are you not doing that right now? Because like M-O-F-E-T-O-L-U, that's pretty much it. Everywhere you go, Spotify, same thing. Apple Music, same thing. So, so seriously, like, send me a tweet and tell me what your excuse is. All right, mic drop. <laughs> yeah, you got your everyone. You have your. You've been challenged. You've been dared. All right, no problem. I'll put it all in the show notes below, so everyone can go you. check you out and listen to everything. And I have to check out your YouTube actually because I haven't seen that. So. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. This was great. Thank you for having me. Yes. God bless you. I know that you're going to do more things, like beautiful, more beautiful things, incredible things. And yeah, we can't wait to see it. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Creatively Performing Arts Podcast. I hope you feel encouraged, inspired, and truly impacted by today's episode. And if you can think of one person who would love this show, please share this episode with a friend. And if you wouldn't mind going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a review and rating, it would take 30 seconds and it would truly immensely help this show grow and reach more people who need to use their creative gifts as well. And finally, go to the Performing Arts community on Facebook and join this online free community for you to interact with and connect with other artists. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much and I'll talk to you later.